Welcome to the Empowered Kingdom. Do you want to experience the Kingdom's power in your work, faith, family and ministry? Are you ready to build Kingdom in your life today? This is where we dive into the amazing forgotten truths of the Kingdom that Jesus came to establish on earth, as it is in heaven. This is where you will find the keys that will unlock and remove the barriers to your faith, ministry, business and calling. If you are a Christian entrepreneur, pastor, parent, or follower of Christ, this is for you. Hello family, this is Guy for the Empowered Kingdom. As you know, we are living in a crazy, crazy time. We've just had the most um, unbelievable election with the just dramatic results, as you are all aware of that. and. In this arena, in this context, I'm very aware of what the Bible refers to as veils over the mind. And it's been quite astonishing to me to watch how people are going through this time. The Bible talks of veils over the mind that people, when they have a veil over their mind, cannot see what's right in front of them. And it's been absolutely amazing to me to watch how there's a mass hypnosis that is taking place on just about every group that is out there, that they cannot see what is going on. They cannot see what is wider than what is right in front of their noses and what is being pre uh, presented to them for the purpose of agendas of all sorts of kinds. Now, my purpose is not to go into all of that today, but I do want to share with you what I believe is a accurate, um, put it in inverted commas, an accurate word from the perspective of heaven or from the Lord. Now, I'm not claiming in any way that this is a prophetic word or uh, trying to climb onto that bandwagon. But what I am saying is I do believe that there is a strong core of truth in this, which we need to take very, very seriously. You see, there's a lot of people that are prof have been prophesying certain things, and those prophecies have fallen apparently on their face in so many different ways. And that then brings the antagonist to the table to say, well, you claim to be a prophet of God. Look at how you've messed up. You obviously missed the boat. You can't be a prophet of God and so on and so forth. Now, again, I take the subject of prophecy in a um, perspective that I would not say is typical of the general perspective out there, in that I look at prophecy as being relative to your closeness to the Lord. In other words, the closer you come to the heart of God, in, in other words, in cl the closer you come to the fire of his light and of his truth, the more you will naturally express that which is of his heart, of closeness to him and of his truth. It's just a natural process. When we elevate prophecy to a supernatural status, if I can call it that, then it becomes a bit of a parlor trick and a party game, which ironically takes it in exactly the opposite direction from the heart of God. And so what I want to say to you is that there are a lot of people that are trying to tap into prophecy and ways in which they do that, amongst other things, is they look for techniques. 
and techniques become like the man who finds a genie's lap and now if he rubs it three ways the right way and three ways the, the other way and he says a particular magic formula poof the genie per performs the genie tricks well the approach to god that i'm seeing all around us and again this is a veiled uh, a manifestation of veils the approach that i'm seeing to relating to god and his holy spirit is one of techniques is one of rubbing the magic lamp and then going out and teaching courses on how do you rub the magic lamp how do you rub it up the right way because when you do that poof now you have prophecy poof now you have manifestation and so on but i'm looking at this arena of prophets that are relating in a sense or trying to relate to god in this way and i'm seeing veils of confusion over their eyes and over their minds and so on and i'm not in any way denouncing their sincerity i'm not in any way denouncing uh, whether they are legitimate or false that is up to god to do that but what i am saying to you is that there is a level of seriousness that leads us to pursue god with an integrity which i don't see generally in the uh, ministries that are out there and again i'm not saying this is through insincerity but when we are raised up in a community and the leaders and the teachers of that community are saying the standard is very low the entry point to god's presence is very low when in fact the standard is very high then when there is no message to contradict that or to say no people you have to aim higher then the whole society buys into this concept of a very low standard and performance at a very low standard and the result of that is prophecy and manifestation at a very low standard and so when we are told that it is you know thus saith the lord but you haven't come close to the fire of god the purifying fire the holiness fire the the requirements of entering into that place if you haven't come close to that practice that if that is not being pre preached and taught then the whole society the whole community of christianity sits in the cold in the darkness in the confusion in the far off places and in the shivering in the cold mutter thus saith the lord and because everybody is so hungry for confirmation and affirmation from the lord everybody says oh wow prophet oh wow man of god oh wow woman of god and whatever doesn't mean to say those people are insincere those prophets are probably doing the best they can they are struggling with what they have with the understanding they've been raised in this paradigm that says the, the entry level to god's palaces his courts are right down here in the dark in the cold in the confusion whereas the teachings of holiness and righteousness and of cleansing yourself of all sin have fallen by the wayside whereas those are the standards that's the high standard that god sets who shall ascend the hill of the lord says lord those who have clean hands and a pure heart now this is not something you go to church on sunday and say hallelujah uh you know a quick prayer now i've got clean hands and a pure heart no 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 
this is something that takes a lifetime of coming on your face in front of the Lord every minute, every second of the day, every word, every action to putting the God of the Holy Spirit on your mouth and your actions, your mind, your soul, your spirit, so that heaven can say you are now trustworthy, you are refined, you are a pure instrument that we can place our trust in. Those people are the few and the far between Probably not even one in a hundred, probably not one in a thousand, probably not one in 10,000. Yet they are not the ones that have the public limelight. Jesus said the time will come when they will practice. Um, in fact, I might be mixing this up with uh, the, the epistles. But anyhow, it's in the New Testament. The time will come when they will practice a form of religion without its power. I think that's what we have today. Look around you. Where was the power to say, no, you will not kick us out of our churches? Where was the power that to stop churches from being tipped on their head that has sent the pastors scurrying into their basements without an objection? Where's the power in that? Does this look like a religion of power or a religion that is devoid of power? Where's the power that has stopped corruption in its tracks? Where is the power that has said, no, you will not promote false agenda? lies, insecurity, insincerity, corruption. Where's the power? So what kind of religion is being practiced today and why is it being practiced today? Again, this is not a question of sincerity because there are people that sincerely give themselves into this culture of the lowest of possible standards when it comes to a relationship with God because that is what they've been taught is the highest standard in relationship to God. And so I believe that in this time, the Lord is allowing the whole religious world to be turned on its head. It's allowing all of the paradigms, these boxes, these edifices, these monumental structures we've been creating, the Lord is allowing that to be turned on its head so that it can be exposed for what it is, which is a fabrication. Jesus told us, to build his kingdom. Jesus came to build the kingdom. Jesus preached kingdom. Jesus sent his disciples out to preach the kingdom. He told them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He told them the kingdom is in you. He told us to pray, our Father art in heaven, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus' parables were all anchored back into kingdom. His teaching was all anchored back into kingdom. Yet we have pushed kingdom off the table and we've created our own tents and we've called them churches and we've said that is the standard of God. Can you see the difference? Now that we are reaping what we have sown, our tents, is, our tents blown away by the wind. We should not be surprised. And so this is not with accusation that I'm coming forward. It's with a heart that says, please, people, we should not be in this place that we are today. If we truly love the Lord, if we were truly close to the fire of his heart, the light of his wisdom and his truth, we would see these things and it would be clear to us. So it is with that in mind that I want to share what I believe to be a word that accurately describes where we are in this time and this this um, 
stage of our development. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to share this. Please feel free. And, and please, we can't go anywhere without people actually inviting others to join us. Uh, TheEmpoweredKingdom.com, get involved there. This is important. May God bless you. Thank you for listening. The word comes up next. When the false prophets fail. January 8, 2021. Would the walls of Jericho have fallen if the people did not turn up to march around its perimeter? Will a nation be saved when its people will not humble themselves and pray? Will the Lord your God respond to you, when you do not respond to him? Will the Lord your God hear your cries when you have turned your hearts to the idols of pleasure, entertainment, self-glorification, and laziness? Will the Lord listen to you when you will not dedicate yourselves to the work of holiness and righteousness? Will the Lord listen to your pastors, when they have preached self-satisfaction, while marketing name-brand products to line their own pockets with gold, silver, and comfort? Instead of preaching, repent and prepare for the day of the Lord is near, and instead of preaching, arise. Arise, for the enemy is at the gate. They have led you to believe in prosperity now, comfort tomorrow, and righteousness never. Will the Lord listen to your prophets, when they have reduced encounters with his Holy Spirit, to parlor games, and words of cheap entertainment and party tricks? Since when is the Lord Almighty, the Sovereign God, the Creator of all creation, supposed to be at your beck and call, like a genie in a bottle waiting for you to rub his head? Does the Lord perform for you? Is he your parlor trick? Is he your genie in a bottle? When children play, they imagine they are mature. They imagine they can conquer the world. They imagine they can pull down strongholds and declare the fall of the enemy. Yet, these are all nothing but games for those who remain as children in the Lord and for those who will not dedicate themselves to holiness in the Lord. Your games are no match for these times. Your pastor's games have been no match for these times either. You have invested in name, fame, branding, extravagant buildings, bands and game shows, also known as idols. And yet where are those things now? Did they give you power to say no? Did they stop your world from being turned over? Did they save you from being tossed out and sent home? Did they stop the flood of evil? Where were you when the appointed one over your nation called for a day of prayer in the land? Did the Lord Almighty not watch and wait and see who would turn up and who would come to walk around Jericho? Was it such a great thing to ask for? Was it too difficult a task to do? Or was popcorn and entertainment more important to you? O oh children, listen to the Lord. Children cannot face the challenges that lie ahead. The time for childish commitment and childish games is over says the Lord. You will stand or fall by your own games or maturity or lack of maturity. It is not that prophets have failed. It is that they have not grown up. Children are not invited to participate in adult conversation. So too with prophets who think they are adult, but in reality, have not grown up yet. It is time to grow up, and take the Lord God Almighty, seriously. It is time to throw away all the games, the techniques, the branding, and the self-promotion. None of these things will help you. None have power, and all are, nothing more than a hindrance, and obstacles that are much desired by children. It is time to grow up. There is no place for children in a war. Children are not fit to fight a war.
Children are not equipped to win a war. It is time to grow up and stop imagining that your childish games will equip you for this season. The Lord loves you and will gladly give victory to those who are equipped to handle the responsibility of the victory. But where are they? Where are the pure, and where are the holy? Where are the ones who have done the work of preparation—and who are fit to ascend the hill of the Lord? Where are the ones who have put aside childish things—and are ready to stand in the adulthood of their calling? I am waiting, and I am faithful. So says the Lord. Thank for listening to the Empowered Kingdom Podcast. Has this helped you in some way? If so, please visit our website at empoweredkingdom.com and join the discussion on our social media. We rely on people like you to help spread the word. Sharing and commenting on just one post each week can help build the kingdom in hundreds of lives. Yes, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Help us spread the word. Join us at empoweredkingdom.com.